here for another edition of Cuts. Y'all know what the Cuts stand for. Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. Now, my creatives, to my right, to y'all left, you know how I go with this, man. Story time, right? I ain't going with you, man. You know, y'all know me, the city worker, educator, and everything. I ain't going with you. I was going through a transitional period. Transitional period, like I was like, you know what? I need to leave where I'm at, right? I was like, let me go to the main site of my job, right? Day job and everything. So I get there. Of course, you know, I got I got a good I I I I left a spot where I was kind of technically the man, right? And I and I'm here now in a new building. Everybody's the man. <laughs> and woman, right? So mumble pie, let me chill. You know, so they got me in class to class, hit this class, that class. Then I get to said young man's class. I ain't going you. I was like, all right, you know, quiet, stocky guys, you know, you know, I was like, all right, you know, me being the vet I am, and then, you know, I could tell he, you know, vet, but young vet or whatever and stuff like that, and and, and just to give you a segue on it, you know what I'm saying, with the job that I do sometimes, you, the person, got to make a decision. It's either A, you're going to come into the situation and fuck everything up, <laughs> or B, you know, you 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 do what you can and fit in and and make shit great. So, I, long story short, made stuff great. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I there was like others in my, in my classroom, in in the classroom and everything like that, or whatever. And I dead said, "Fuck it, I'll be the fourth wheel." You know what I'm saying? I got no problem with it. So fast, you know, then fast forward, got the no talk on him. He's mad dope. He's battling basketball upstairs with students and all this other shit. <laughs> And Street Fighter and all this other shit and Switch. And I ain't gonna hold you. And then he let the Ruga out. I was like, yeah, hey, I'm in entertainment too. And I was like, all right. And then I found out, writing articles, Billboard, Vibe, <laughs> Hip Hop, OhHipHop.com. Yeah, oh, God, he's good. The list goes <laughs> on and on. <laughs> you know, so I was like, yo, I'm gonna link with you. I ain't got no problem with that. I'm gonna link with you. I, I, I ain't gonna be. To my own horn and all, I got shit to know. I'm gonna link with you. So, nonetheless, I got Mark Elabear in the building, son. What's good, man? Yo, what's good, dog? With the, with the new red carpet smile, son. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my brother, thank you for that introduction, man. Yo, no, listen, listen, listen. I, I, I don't even know where, I know where to start, mm-hmm. but just, dude. Talk to me, dude. Sorry. Like, you, you, you dude. First of all, you was at Versus? Yes, I was at Versus. Yo, right, right, okay, so right off the rip, thank God, thank you, because I, I <laughs> saw the footage. You are, first and foremost, my creator, I am bringing you somebody that is a part of hip-hop history. <laughs> Talk to him. Let Yo, I'm bringing you somebody that's a part of hip-hop history. You, This man witnessed... <laughs> The about to be change of hip hop. <laughs> you, you, yo, first of all, let's just do it right to it. Let's go, come on. What was your initial reaction once you your foot touched the garden? Not even the seat. Like when you touched the garden, son. Yeah. So, so here's how it went down, right? So everybody knows there's Lodge versus Dipset, Harlem versus Yonkers. Hip-hop history versus hip-hop history. Two different generations clashing with each other. So you already know the atmosphere in the air is going to be wild. 
You know right. what I mean? So right. the minute I step in there, as you guys know at home, I'm in the entertainment industry as well. So it's not an issue for me to get tickets to go to these events, right? So I get to the door. I have my press pass. Everything was ready, right? I get to the door, and dudes was like, nah, you can't get in. And I'm like, yeah, I was like, whoa, hold up. No, 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 that's not happening. I'm like, that's not happening. Yeah, I'm holding my press pass up in the air. I'm like, yo, bro, I got the official press pass. I didn't make this shit at home. Like, this is official. Dudes was like, nah, we can't help you. That's how my whole shit started. So I almost didn't even get into this shit. Yeah, it was crazy. So I'm hitting up who I had to hit up, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, as I'm sure you know, Remo, like you got to be quick thinking. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? If you stand so, in there and you don't know what it's you're a to do, it's not a yeah, it's a yeah. So I was like, you know what? Let me see what I could do. I tried to sneak my way to the front. I was like, yo, you know, I'm here with the so and so. I'm this guy's manager, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. It was like, yo, if you got his number, call him and let, let you in, whatever, whatever, and shit like that. Damn. I was like, fuck, I bet. So I asked somebody else that I knew at the guard of security. I was like, yo, bro, I know it's crazy right now. You gotta let me in. How can I do this? He was like, yo, just go to the front. They'll let you in, whatever, whatever. I got to the front. Um, they put me through the main entrance. Now. You see me, six foot tall, black dude, 260. Yeah, right, stocky. You know what I mean? Walking with a pass in my hand, they're going to look at me like, I either that shit is fake or he trying to start some shit with somebody. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So in my head, I'm like, damn, yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So whatever. I ended up getting to the front. Dudes was looking at me funny as usual. I was like, yo, I'm really here for this event. They put me here. They sent me a whole bunch of different places. By the grace of God, the head security dude was like, yo, I'm going to let you through, but you can't be doing this again. I was like, all right, fuck it. Went through, I'm out, I'm in the event. Yeah. So that's how much shit started. All right, so, all right. So, all right. That's, all right. So, my creators, we're reaching out to you on this one, right? Mm-hmm. So, that's foot in the door, step in, okay, good. Yes. Now, get into the seats. Get, we're breaking it, yo, bro, we're breaking this shit the fuck down, bro. Because we got to, yo, we got to hit it, bro. I got you. So I'm in the event. Everybody's getting their drinks and shit. And I'm like, all right, let me see where my seats is at. Um, my cousin had actually went to the show, too. Shout out my cousin, Alan. Um, he was out there, too. And he ended up sitting in, like, the GA area. But right. I didn't know where I was sitting at. My shit had ended up saying, like, seat L1 box. Right. Some shit like that. Right. Whatever. So I'm trying to find out where I'm going. Nobody knew. So I'm thinking, like, damn, I'm about to be at this event with no fucking seat. Like, what am I about to do? I'm going to tell you something. That's summer jam status. Yo, for everybody at home that thinks, like, yo, we're good once we get press passes no. and tickets to this shit. No, it's, not, it's, it's extra shit. It's so it's much extra shit. shit. And I'm not even putting that on the publicist because I love every single one of y'all right. that help us get into right. this shit. Right, Because it's not y'all. It's fucking security that just don't know what the fuck is going on. So they having me go every fucking thing, walking back and forth and stuff like that. So I ended up finding out that I was sitting up at the box, like the box seats or whatever. So I ended up going up there, was chilling, had a beautiful view of the whole event. But um, yeah, man, the whole vibe in there was just like it was insane, bro. Like it really felt like you know what I mean. It felt like two thousands hip hop, but like. You know when you used to go to the store and get a mixtape and you right. see that Jada on the cover, right. so and so throw beef at that person or this right. person? It was that feeling, but converted into like a concert form. Like I was waiting for somebody to throw a punch and like, but it wasn't no violent shit. That's just like how New York is. Like it was just buzzing New York air. 
and we're never ever gonna get that feeling again. That feeling, mm-hmm. like even if I'm explaining it to y'all right now, it's still not gonna fully capture what it was to be like in here that night. And I can talk a lot. I'm a writer. I'm very no, right. There's no way that I could put it to make y'all understand at home, to make you, Remo, understand how crazy it was in there, bro. <laughs> like, when he was saying it was hip-hop history, that was fucking hip-hop history, though. It really was, son. It really was. I, first and foremost, I, I, I must say to you, mm-hmm. I truly commend you. Because the fact that you got in... Mm-hmm. I was cheering for you that you got in because I saw the IG you put up. I cheered alone. Don't get it twisted. The Ruger spray was, I was at home. A lot of y'all been coming at me on my DMs, hit me up like, yo, Remo, I see you on stage. No, that was not me. <laughs> that was not me. Yes, I'm bald-headed. I have a beard. Dude, he, he, he was, he was dark-skinned, had a beard, had a hat, and had a book bag. Yes, I know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a book bag kid. Yes. But that was not me, son. <laughs> that was not me. Stop telling me that shit because you're hurting my feelings even more when you tell me that shit all the time. Stop telling me that shit. <laughs> no, but seriously, back at it. Bald up side. I no, I, I commend you because I was like, yo, so, somebody got to get in there for hip hop history. Mm-hmm. Somebody had to get in there, son. Mm-hmm. Somebody uh, I knew or me for that night, if I was gr- gracious enough to get that moment, mm-hmm. I, would, I would live it up for us all the way through everybody. Yeah. Because that right there was just such a significant moment mm-hmm. that you're starting to see now the tide that everybody was waiting for in this culture. Mm-hmm. So my next thing I'm going to get to you and ask you is, even as a writer, because the way you write it always was leading for that transition or that, that switch to happen, mm-hmm. how do you feel that not only being part of that history, but also for the way you've been writing it, so long, you pretty much can kind of say you wrote it in ex- to existence, yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. Money always calling. Money always calling, man. No, he's talking about me being fake. I know. His phone is no, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> but no, we have, but no. But right, but but getting into it, you know what I'm saying? Like real rap. Like, how do you feel about that, son? How do you feel that? that I'm- yeah, you pretty much. But you pretty yeah, your contributions pretty much put to existence. For what we got with verses. Yeah. Like, what's all let's get into? Um, it's it's crazy because, you know, I'm going to say right now, Jada Kiss is one of my favorite rappers of all time. Like, I hate when people be like, yo, you know, I, here's my top five, here's my top ten. I guarantee you, your top five today is not going to be the same tomorrow. Oh, man, my phone. It's not. Wow. But with Jada Kiss, he, he has to be, be on my list every fucking day. He has to be there. Every day. He has to be there. So you already know <laughs> what happened here. Exactly. A few weeks, like a month ago. He has to be there now. You know what I mean? so, he has to be there now. So, you know, you know with, that, with that in knowledge, you know what I mean? I already have a chip on my shoulder where it was like, I bet, like, I'm about to contribute something great to hip-hop, and I know about it. You know what I mean? We're on fucking 125th in Amsterdam. Dipset used to come all the way up and down this block all the fucking time, y'all. If y'all, this studio in right now, outside those doors, I used to see Dipset all up and down this block, yo. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? When, when, um, when the people commissioned me to go send this story, to go do this story, I was like, yo, y'all gotta let me do it, because I live this. I know what it is. You know what I mean? And, you know, not to show off or nothing, but I had spoken to Lox a year ago. Yes, you did. Yes, he did. And I remember asking Locks, I was like, yo, you know, Versus is popping right now. Who do y'all think will be able to go up against y'all? 
they all was like, what the hell are you talking about? They, nobody could beat us. And I still have that audio in my phone. And I've been playing that shit, and it's just crazy to me because it was like, yo, OG Spring, you spoke these that shit dudes, These dudes really came in and did that. Like, mm-hmm. they couldn't beat them. So, mm-hmm. you know, having all that in knowledge and shit like that, you know what I mean? It put me in a place where I was like, yo, I have to, I have to really show out. Like, I really got to do my thing and prove that I belong here. Because this game that we're in, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going toe-to-toe against the greats. You know what I mean? Like, I could name them, you know what I mean? But I won't because that's just my competitive side. Yeah, right. I don't want to give nobody no see? retail, you know what I mean? See? He, 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 see? he does the reverse of what I do, my creative. <laughs> like, like, I know I'm the Ruger spreader, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I named the people I named that, that's in, in the field and all that. Like, I, I named it, but in, in the same token, though, you know what I'm saying? I'm confident. Not saying he's not confident, he's definitely confident. But I, I feel that. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel that as the creator because it's kind of like, like uh, equivalent to like when I do the videos, right? Real talk, I, I, never, I don't think I ever told you, but I used to purposely, like if I'm at a venture with other videographers that I know, mm-hmm. or the ones that I know that are there, mm-hmm. like I purposely wait until everything else gets posted mm-hmm. and then that. And then, and, then, and then, yeah, and I'm aiming and I'm attacking. Like, my shit used to be like, yo, whatever their number was, what they posted, I'm tripling it. Mm-hmm. If I don't triple that, I ain't doing a good job. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. Nah, I mean, and you know, like with me, like, you know, I only do that because, you know, and it's not no sign of disrespect. I right. I look up to these dudes. I've been in rooms with them. I've chatted with them. Right. I've already gave them their flowers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was going in there... I'm representing this big outlet. I'm writing for Billboard. I did the article for Billboard. Mm-hmm. Billboard's not going to take no second-rate writing. Like, you know what I mean? So I really had to go in there. So it was like, boom, all right, you know Locks and Dipset. Jadik is one of your favorite rappers of all time. Mm-hmm. You've seen Dipset growing up. Um, you're writing for Billboard. You're you're a part of hip-hop history. Locks told you what they was going to do a year before. So take all that and put it into one. And what do you think you're going to get? You gotta show out. You gotta go him. Yeah. You know what's funny? And it's crazy too because my editor, <laughs> my editor Carl Lamar, shout out to him. Shout out to Carl Lamar, bro. Um, he had the conversation with me. He's like, yo, I wanted you to do this story because I know you can handle it. And you know what I mean? I was like, and hearing him tell me that, I'm like, yeah, I can. I know I can. I know about this shit. And I, I did the article and people were loving it. Everybody was sharing it and shit like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, you know, moments like that. And I want, I want, like, my fellow creators, my writers, everybody in this creative space. Reaching out to you. Yes, in that creative space. If you know something and you're passionate about it, go and do it. Mm -hmm. If you know about it, go and do it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you all right now. This melodic hip-hop stuff, I tell this to everybody. I'm not with it. My type of hip-hop... My type of hip hop is what Jada Kids did on stage. Jada Kids, the Griselda, Wu Tang. Nobody's talking about that no, no more. But I know for a fact, me talking about it is going to get me to where I need to be. Because mm-hmm. I know about this shit. I'm not going to sit here and talk about shit that I don't know. Mm-hmm. If I do, I'm going to be coming from a perspective where it's like, all right, I'm sitting here, you tell me about it, as opposed to us having a conversation mm-hmm. about it. You know what I mean? So shit. Mm-hmm. But let me not go off on too many things. Yeah, that's all right. Nah, we're saying nah, but yo. What I love about you, real talk, this is what I love about you. It's it's damn near like you drag us and have us sit next to you. Has anybody, has anybody ever tell you that? Like it's like it's like it's like it's like 
You went like this. Yeah. Sit your ass right here. Yeah. This is what I see. Yeah, yeah. Like, has anybody, has anybody ever told you that? Mm-hmm. All the time. Really? All the time, yeah. So, when I was younger, I'm going to give you a little history about okay. myself. Um, when I was younger, and y'all may not believe it, I'm talking so well right now, but I had a stuttering problem when I was younger. Wow. I was afraid to talk to people. Always would hide behind my mom. Like, my cousins would make fun of me. Family would make fun of me. Friends would make fun of me. Like, I was wow. definitely afraid of talking to people. Wow. Yeah. So, wait, so how did you, so you overcome that? Um, years of therapy, speech therapy. Okay. And then just having confidence in myself to speak and just not giving a fuck about what people thought about me. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't want to say this for everybody, but I know for myself, a lot of my stuttering was based off of fear. Mm. And once I overcame that, I was like, what the hell am I afraid to talk for? Like, you know what I mean? I know I don't speak English perfectly. I'm from Haiti, everybody. All right, so, shout, shout out to Haiti. You feel me? Shout out so, to Haiti. I got that Caribbean lingo, and, like, I don't really pronunciate my words correctly. And that used to scare me sometimes when I was younger, so I was just stuttering and shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, um, um, go back to the question again, was it? What was I saying? Um, damn. <laughs> That's how it happens when we get older, my friend. <laughs> Sugar, honey. No, I was, oh, we were talking about, um, oh, about your writing, about how uh, how it makes oh, you feel. Yes, yes. How, do I, how do I get people yes. into the article? Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, um, for me, finding my voice, like, I realized that I love to talk and mm. I love to be descriptive with shit. Mm. So, if I'm telling you a story, I'm going to put you through what happens in scene one. All the way to the end of the scene. Because I firmly believe, like, I don't want to tell you a story mm-hmm. and I miss something in that story that connects to everything else. Damn. You understand what I'm saying? So if I'm telling you a story how I did my day, I'm going to tell you I woke up, I looked around my room, I looked down, I put my shoes on, whatever, I got up, went to the bathroom, I brushed my teeth. I'm telling you all of that shit. Because I want you to know, I want you to have that feeling. I want you to have that feeling of waking up, wiping the crust out your eyes, like scratching your body, scratching your nuts or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you connect people. People connect. People connect to stories when they're in that space, when they're in where they're there. Like, I've had like my girlfriend. Like, she would tell me all the time. She'd be like, "Yo, like, shut up." Like, shout out to the missus. Yes, I love you, baby. Why can't you ever just get through a story? Like, you have to tell every part of the story. I'm like, well, if I just went through the story, would you be engaged as you are right now? Nah. You feel me? And I know sometimes it's, 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 it's a little annoying sometimes. Like, yo, my nigga, I don't need to know what the fuck happened, blah, 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 blah. But I guarantee you, you knowing that is going to help you form that picture in your head better to understand what I'm saying to you. Because, you understand, like, how, how can I put it? When you're telling a story to somebody, mm-hmm. most of the time they're not listening to you. Oh yeah, perform. Especially in this Jesus. Yeah, they're gonna be looking at you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's not sticking in their head. Right. So when I became a writer, I was like, yo, I'm gonna be writing, but how am I gonna have this stick in people's heads? Right. I gotta put them into that story. Because if I if I open the story with like, boom, for example, I did a story on um on G. Perico from L.A. Mm. And I was sitting with him in a restaurant in, like, somewhere downtown Manhattan. And I remember I opened the story and I described the whole restaurant setting. I was like, oh, the clock on the wall is whatever, whatever, and some bullshit, people walking by and stuff like that. And then I remember the editor went through it and she was like, wow, this is a very strong opening. 
Like, you really put me into the story. I was like, but you, but you see what I'm saying, right? You have to, yeah. I feel like you have to be, like, come here, yeah, like, get over here. Yeah, like, Scorpion bar, come me? here. And then with that too, it's like, you know what I mean? Once I put you in that world, eventually you're going to stop listening, but you're going to start putting yourself into that world yeah, so. and coming up with your own stories. That is so my God. When I talk people, I have a whole different tension. So I might sound a little bit crazy, but it makes sense. Like I'm, I'm especially the hip hop debates. Exactly. I know he's out there. he be the few you can't. Mm-hmm. You gotta come with the facts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. But like basically, like you know, I do that because you know I want people to understand what I'm telling them, and I want people to create their own stories from my stories. Right. And the only way you can do that is putting them in somewhere that's already built for them and you let them run free, run wild. Like stupid sometimes. We can do the intro again, though. Man, that's cool. That's a good question. Man. Yeah, my creator, we back, man. You know what it is, man. Shit. Just, you know, great video, you know what I'm saying? Nonetheless, man, we're going to get to this real deep conversation. You know, nonetheless, man, what was, yo, what's your feeling? For your contributions, you know, he just told me on wax, you know what I'm saying? Let me reel it back. He just told me on wax that he's left, he's gone. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to hold my tears. I'm proud. <laughs> no, dead ass. I'm proud that he made that decision. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it's time. You know what I'm saying? It, it's always going to be your time. And it's not to say that, okay, it's wrong to have a nine to five or anything like that. But if you're pursuing your dreams, you're pursuing your passion, you're pursuing something that you feel is different from what you're going to work for, then you know, then you go for it, you know what I'm saying? But do it, do it the smart way, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's cool, you know what I'm saying? Don't just do the leap of faith and, I mean, that's great, and I'm not knocking people that did the leap of faith, but at the end of all be all, you should do your best to have the best plan going forward. So that way, when you get to this entertainment industry, because I'm telling I'm gonna tell you, he could definitely tell you, this shit is fucking rigorous. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna nothing. This shit is rigorous. This shit ain't for the wary. And real talk, what shortens the wary, believe it or not, is that capping. Real talk. You you get you get whatever you gotta get done. And I know everybody feels, oh, I wanna pay my way. No, you're gonna have to pay your way eventually. You know what I'm saying? It's either you get shit expedited or it's a slow process in the making. Either way, something gotta get paid. But nonetheless, let's get right to it, you know what I'm saying? What, like, what's your feeling of, about your contributions, like the pros and cons of your contributions for the service that you did as an educator, real right? Um, it's hard because I have a real love-hate thing with the DOE. Right. You know what I mean? And right. This is something that's been growing since I started working there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I love working with kids. I've been working with kids since I was 14 years old. Right. And I mean, it started out with like after school help, helping them out with homework mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then from there, it elevated for, to working with at risk kids. Like right. the kids who didn't have a home to go to, right. you know, sexually molested, right. and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, like, I've worked with all types of kids. So, mm-hmm. 
my passion, my, 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 uh, I guess you call it my skill set for working with kids mm-hmm. was born organically. Right, it was always there. It wasn't born through, oh, I got a job, let me collect a check that a lot of people fucking oh, do. Oh, man, Jesus Christ. You understand what I'm saying? We can get it. We're going to get into it. So, we're going to get into it. You know what I mean? So, I got a real love-hate thing with the DOE. Like, I love the DOE because it it gives me, it, it, it gave me an opportunity to work up close and personal with kids. You know what I mean? And it gave me the opportunity to get paid for it. Because a lot of the time I was working like, you know, these yeah, non-profit, yeah, non-profit temp jobs, after school jobs, and they give you bullshit for money or whatever and shit like that, right? I'm a firm believer, educators, teachers, mm-hmm. y'all need to be getting paid way more fucking money. <laughs> I'm, I'm being a we be, we be, we be, we be fact. Come on, we must be facts. Let's like, be facts. Come on, man. Like, it, doesn't, the facts. it doesn't make sense that, you know what I mean, these people are going into work every day and they're basically babysitting other people's kids. Not even babysitting, but you're teaching other people's kids. And uh, I'm going to keep it 100%, bro. A lot of these parents aren't helping these kids learn. Like, they send these kids off to school and it's the teacher's job to teach their kids, which is cool. There's no problem with that. But it's like when you tie into the other bullshit where teachers don't get paid, you got kids who don't really, their behavior is off. It's a lot of factors. So, you know, going back to your original question, um, mm-hmm. pros, you know, working with kids, I was able to, you know what I mean? Like, I was able to inspire kids. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, right. growing up, and Rima will tell y'all, mm-hmm. like, I come to work, I come to work with a different pair of sneakers on every day. Every day, facts. Every fucking facts. day. I'm facts. I've never repeated sneakers. Facts. <laughs> if I did, if I did, then it, it was probably a bad day for me, but come on. Like, I came to school fresh. You know what I mean? Why did I do that? I didn't do that to have a fashion show with my coworkers. I did that because I know these little kids is watching me. These kids don't want to see nobody in a suit and tie and having a briefcase. Like, when I was growing up, that shit was whack to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted to see the cool substitute teacher that walked in with some J's, a fly polo shirt, right. some tight jeans on, like, looking fly as hell. Like, I related to that. Mm-hmm. I didn't relate to no dude wearing a suit and tie. Like, nah, that wasn't me. That so, wasn't you know what I mean? When I did that, and there was kids in the building, like, there was one kid that we worked with, and I'm not going to say his name, but you know who I'm talking about. He would always see me in the room, like, yo. And Mr. Mark, man, yeah, right. I see what you're wearing over there. Your yeah. toys look fly. My mom got them for me the other day. And oh, I, oh, oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. That was my homie. That kid. Oh, my God. That was my guy. That was my guy. Oh, my God. But, uh, <laughs> but, 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 the only issue I have with him is that he just allows his greatness to be dimmed with the fuckery. If it, anything else, probably top five kids, students that I've dealt with in my career as a New York City Department educator. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, so <laughs> so you know, you know, he would say that to me. You know, I have other kids from other you know classes that don't even know me. I've had several kids come up to me, yeah. Mister Mark, yo, you look man, yo, you look cool. Hey, Mister Mark, whatever, whatever. I've never spoken a word. That's, that's right. That's how it goes. You understand that's how me? How it goes. So 
once you see that and you got that connection with these kids, it's like, let me amplify that. Let me continue helping them. Mm-hmm. Then that goes into academics, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, when I was growing up, I didn't learn through, like, big classroom settings. I learned through one-on-one time. The teacher would sit with me. We'd do the work, whatever, whatever. So I did that when I became a teacher as well. I was like, you know what? I have a team, and this is a, a problem that a lot of, a lot of, a lot of classrooms have with mm-hmm. professionals. Mm-hmm. If I know I have three or four other people in the room with me, mm-hmm. I have the full, utmost trust in them to work with those kids, yeah, right. and I'm going to take all my focus and focus on mm-hmm. this one kid. Yeah. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then you add the bullshit into uh, it. Certain teachers feel like parents can't do whatever, but whatever. That's, yeah, a, right. that's a topic for another yeah, episode. Right, right. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, man, you know, and these are just the pros, man. The right. pros was just being there for the kids, teaching them. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these kids came from homes that we come from. Like, right. you know what I mean? And they need that. They need that factor. A lot of these kids, you know what I mean, grow up without fathers in their homes. And this is why I commend, I commend people like Remo, I commend people like Cash, I commend people like Muhammad, that's in the building right now. If I didn't even name you, you know it's all love. I appreciate the men that go to work and teach these kids. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it real. A lot of these kids in these buildings, they have an issue with women figures. They yeah. to talk to them whatever certain way. But then a male figure comes in, they start acting up. Yeah, check, check. Now, I want to give a disclaimer. These children should be respected all oh, oh, men yeah, by and women. By fault. Men by and fault. women. By fault. But given the situation and the circumstances, mm-hmm. they'll respond better to men. And it's like, yeah. we need more black men in these buildings. Facts. Tremendous facts. My creators, you hear that? It, it, it's facts. And, and I don't want to stop him from it. I want to, I want him to continue. But I'm, I'm going to say something. This is real of talk when I can say I didn't come to DOE or thereof because I needed a city job or I wanted a city job. For me, it was more of, it was the best option for me to give back to my community. Now, yeah, I could go to the politics route. Oh, I could have stayed in entertainment and then found my route and did that. But it was that moment when I said, oh, wow. I could really make this change. I could really make this impact. You know, right. But then the last, right? You know what I mean? Right away. You know what I'm saying? It's a different. It's. I know for y'all, it's hard for y'all to understand because from the outside in, it's oh, y'all teachers, y'all there every day. So that's gonna happen. But it's it's a different type of feeling. It's a, as, and especially as us, mm-hmm. as as the the, the melanin people. Mm-hmm. Black people, black is beautiful. See that shout out, yes, shout to God is dope. You know what I'm saying? It's a different feeling when you are able to con- not only control a narrative, but you're also able to implement a change in another human being that's not of your responsibility. That's where everything kicks in. So you know what I'm saying? But definitely, segue on that. Definitely continue on that, Mark. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, you know, and just to piggyback off of that is, like, we don't have a lot of black male educators, you know what I mean? Facts. A lot, of Facts. These, a lot of these kids need that in their life. They need to see a black, given the circumstances, because not every kid is like that. But right. the kids that we were working with, mm-hmm. they needed a black male figure in their life. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Now, this goes into the cons, because... Yeah. You know the stereotype of black men. We're aggressive. Right. We're this. Right. That. We don't want to follow rules. Right. Whatever, whatever. So, you know, 
the, the higher ups don't like to see us shine. They want to. They want us to have to follow a certain. That's a given. Yeah. Whatever. That's a given. That's a given. You're not. You're not sure going shit. Yeah. That's that's a given. So when that happens, it's like boom. All right. You want us to act a certain way, but then you're also degrading us to an extent. You're not allowing us to be us with these kids. Like I can't tell you how many times where like. Man, yeah. fuck it. We do it all, 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 all the time. We cut ass on these kids. They cut ass on us. That's the regular way to communicate in the hood. We cut ass. Somebody doesn't understand that, and they're going to think, oh, my God, that teacher's being mean to that kid. No, not at all. That gets to the higher-ups. They don't understand the situation because they're in the office. They're not walking in the school building 24-7 because they're not, and that's a fact they're not. You understand what I'm saying? So by the time it gets to them, it turns into a whole freaking story mm-hmm. that makes us look like we're fitting into that stereotype and we're just old. We're just niggas at the end oh, of the day. Oh, not, not even just niggas. It's just we're belligerent and we're not we're not understanding to control the situation, which is kind of asinine and crazy. But definitely continue. So yeah, you know that goes <laughs> into the whole that goes into the whole cons of the DOE, man. The whole cons of you know us having to follow a certain set of rules that we know is not working. Um, um, telling us that we can't act a certain way with kids because it doesn't seem normal to you. Right. Um, right. Uh, the fact that, you know, the fact that we don't ever get thanked or appreciated or, like, you know what I mean? Just not even, just, like, or even acknowledged for the work that we do. Like, that, and I'm not just saying that was happening in the one place I was at because it's been happening for years with me mm-hmm. and it just built up to the point that right. I had to step away. Of course. But like, yeah, man, like a lot of my, a lot of the cons outweighed my positives in working with the DOE because, mm-hmm. you know, the DOE is a great place. It offers, you know, kids a place to learn, but there's also a dark side to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I had to step away from it because it was like, I myself realized it wasn't about the kids anymore. It was right. about the business side of it and trying right. to keep these schools open and right. keep these kids in the let's building. Let I me mean, let's get to it, man. <laughs> you no, know? let's get to it, man, because listen, I'm going to keep it a street buck, man. I remember going, I think, as I kept going in and I'm working deal, I'm working, being an educator and everything like that, right. you know, people kept thinking that I was on the other side, Right. That oh you're not you're not being diligent like us and you just you just want to follow rules and be in a line and I said it's not even really that even that deep I'll tell you what it is straight up with me at the end of the day you're talking to somebody whose mom was a college professor so I'm just basically going off of what my mother's guiding me and telling me what to do when it comes to education and being an educator and the responsibilities there because we have to understand some shit real real talk you know what I'm saying. Just like Mark said, there's not that many of us, okay, in education. So, be it all, you know what I'm saying, you got to do whatever it takes to just keep that position so that we can still implement the seeds within our youth. You know what I mean? So, granted, if I don't yell and be belligerent and err back at him, it's not about the fact that I'm afraid of him. Or Mark was afraid of them. Anybody of us that stands afraid of them. We have an opportunity, okay, not only to give back, but it's to be the leaders that our kids need at the end of the day. You know what I mean? But real talk, let's really, let's really get to the nitty gritty, man. Let's fast forward it. Things have happened after you left. You know what I'm saying? Now we got a mandate. 
We got a mandate to get it back to you. Hmm. Real talk, real talk. I'm just like, I know you know, <laughs> and we talked off wax, you vaccinated, I'm vaccinated. So I want that out and clear, my creator. So I don't want nobody in the comments below talking about, oh, well, why are you fighting if you vaccinated? Nah, or, we're not doing that shit. We're trying to do this resolution. And you're out of hearts. And also, what your heart of heart, and also, what is your feeling about this latest decision for everybody to get vaccinated? For people, everybody to get vaccinated. Real talk. So, as Remo said, I'm vaccinated, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm one of the vaccinated people that are realistic, right? I'm not listening to what the news is telling me. I'm not listening to what somebody's telling me or what's out. I'm listening to what's being presented to me. What are the facts, right? We have this Delta variant that's out here right. that is infecting unvaccinated people. It's proven that people who are vaccinated are better protected from this, right? Mm-hmm. So the logical thing would be, all right, let me get vaccinated so that I can protect myself and hopefully eliminate this virus. Right. Now, I understand and I've had my, my thoughts about it. You know, the vaccine came too quick. How do we know it's going to work? Blase, blase, whatever, 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 right? right? Taking that into account, if you don't want to get the vaccine, totally fine. But you also have to understand that just because you're not getting a vaccine doesn't mean the shit is not out there. Right. You got to do your part right. 10 times more than what us vaccinated people got to do to make sure you do what you got to do. Right. That's all I ask. Right. You can be vaccinated or unvaccinated, Right. If you're vaccinated, you're good. If you're unvaccinated, you got a whole bunch of shit you got to do to be good. Mm-hmm. Now, it's fucked up that the city is forcing people to do it. Right. And it's fucked up that the city is saying, like, yo, you can't do certain shit unless you're vaccinated, which is true. But we have to look at it at the cases that are going up. If we don't, don't want to wear masks and we don't want to do nothing... Then we're gonna be sitting with this shit for a long fucking time. Oh, yeah, my fault. My fault. Now I'm gonna ask y'all. I'm gonna ask you. Are you ready to go through a whole bunch of years of shutdowns and not knowing that we can go back outside again? Yeah, right. We got time for that. It's logic, right? Okay. You feel okay. Okay. No. And 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 I'm glad you're touching on that because as we talked off wax, you know what I'm saying. Don't get me wrong, my creators and parents that I know that I talk to on social media and everything. Safety is the number one thing. That's the elephant in the room. When it comes to me, I'm always going to think of long-term ramifications. Now, now, with our job, or my job, former job in here, right? Former. 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 No, it is what it is. It takes a certain type of individual to do the job that we did. Right? Now, Yes, there's general ed and there's special education. We were part of special education, right? It takes a certain individual to become that special being and to deal with the kids that we deal with. For me, I'm just saying for me, I feel there's going to be a different ramification that's going to happen with this decision. Now, I'm not saying on a safety part, safety-wise, you know, whatever's going to be triggered, it's not about that. It's about the fact of what it's going to push out of what was already built up for so many years. Do I, for me, I, and I know you parents and everything like that, do I feel 
safe or comfortable that a new person's in there versus the person I knew for 10, that, that was there for 10 years and fought and crawled. But yet, if crisis arises and said student or whatever gets highly upset, 10-year person knows what to do like this. Newbie person, because they're vaccinated, it's not, it's not gonna be prepared for it. Regardless, we could, we, could, we could argue this to the day of dawn, the person to my right, he will attest to it. It is a different type of individual you have to be, okay, in order to be doing this type of thing. But you said what you said, and that's, de- and that's definitely true. Logic is, is highly in play, you know what I'm saying? And, and that's just what it has to be. But do you see the ramifications that I was, that I was speaking about in regards to with this decision, this upcoming decision that's happening? Yeah, basically, if you don't want to get vaccinated, you're going to lose your job. Which makes sense, which I understand. And again, I'm looking at it from the perspective of do we really want to go through another year of being inside again? Right. That's, that's just how I look right. at it. That's not changing my mind. Because I know for a fact, I'm not trying to do that shit again. Right. I lost so, a lot of fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Oh, yeah. I don't want to, even though I know this is a game where you got to pivot, the entertainment industry is yeah, a we game where you have to pivot. pivot. Right. That whole 2020, I had to pivot my whole shit, bro. I don't want to do that again. I want to go back outside. I want to go to these album releases. I want to right. interview people face to face, my nigga. Like, right. I don't want to go through a year right. of like, damn, are we going to be back outside again? Damn, how am I going to find this next check? Damn, where am I going to eat? Damn, where am I going to do all of that? You understand what I'm saying? So when, when, when you take it into that perspective, it's right. like, I bet if you don't want to get vaccinated, then leave your job. But you better be prepared for what's going to happen afterwards. Now, if you do love your job and you love being a teacher, get fucking vaccinated. That's okay. it. Okay. That's no. it. That's okay. all it is. Hey. That's all it is. Now, if you're an educator and you're pushing 60, 70 years old, I mean, me personally, I think you should be fucking retired by now. Right. <laughs> no, right. Right. But if you're unvaccinated and... They fire you because you didn't want to get vaccinated. You can't get mad that somebody vaccinated younger than you and experienced than you got your job. Right. You get what I'm saying? Right. No, right. Like, I'm trying to understand right. both sides of it. Right. I'm trying to. Right. But it's like, it's really And no be all. Yeah. And no be all. It's on the person. You got, you got to get done. You got to get done. It has to get done. No, that's fair. It has to get done. And then you also got to understand, too, bro, you know what I mean? To work with kids, like you said, you got to be a different type of fucking person. To work with kids. You can't just wake up and say, I don't want to work with kids. It don't work like that. Because we've seen people come to our building. Here here we go. Here we go, my creative. I'll never forget. Here we go, my creative. My creative, let me me tell y'all something. I want y'all to go to my Facebook. (laughs) You can go to my Facebook and see the things that I'm writing. Hear what he's about to tell you. and and, And you can even say it in my comments. And let me know if I was right or wrong. Get it. You got to you gotta be, be a different type of person. Like, I'll never forget this day, man. This person came to work. I think he was out that day, and he came for you. Oh. Yeah, and he was in the class or whatnot. And you remember that class we had? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. So, Oof. this dude, newbie, new para, whatever, right? So, I'm the type of person, I let the para know. 
Parents, some parents won't do this. They won't right, tell they won't you. Guide you. They won't tell they you. Won't guide you. Guide you. Nothing. nothing. Me, I'm nice. I'm gonna let you know these kids are gonna fuck your day up. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be stressed out. Mm-hmm. If you listen to me, I got you. Right. Some people listen. Right. Some don't. 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 Right. This one dude, right, came into the building. Mm-hmm. Class already acting up. They already smell the fresh blood. They're like, okay, they're gonna ruin his day. Mm-hmm. Turn the fuck up, whatever, 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 mm-hmm. right? I tell you, Remo, this nigga never came back after his lunch period. See? He never came back. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even mad. This is what I'm saying. No, we're not mad. (laughs) This is what, but this is what I'm, this is my my creators. Mm -hmm. This is part of the ramifications I'm speaking about when it comes to, when it came to this mandate. Now, don't get me wrong. Okay? Safety is key. Yes. Should a person be vaccinated? Yes, but understand also that there's going to be a huge ramification when you're going to get probably 10, maybe to 15 or what Mark was talking about, and then they're dipping out the effing job. So then now what are you going to have? Now, to go off of that, right? continue, Yeah. if these people have been spending 20 years in the DOE and they don't get vaccinated, that just tells me you don't care about these kids. Okay, that's it. That's what that tells That's fair. Listen, that is fair. That's fair, dog. <laughs> no, that's fair, dog. Because you don't. That's fair. You can't that's fair, okay. dog. You can't feel okay going to work in a building with other people's children and you're not protecting yourself. Really put that in your head. I'm not going to no feel okay with that. No, no pause. <laughs> you feel me? No pause. That's a, that's a perspective that's very fair. I'm a logical motherfucker, right. man. Right. Right, right. No, hey, listen, listen. Here on cuts, we don't. We, we, we're not of that. This is what it's about. This is for culture, urban technology, and sports, and it's for reaching out to my creative for those to understand and take the information to understand. Yeah. So if, even if there's two contrasts or two different contrasts at the end of the day, it's for us to understand. Yeah. Y'all take what we say and apply it to your lives. That's really all it is. Simple as. So, yeah, like I was saying, like, the whole shit is, the whole COVID mandate vaccine thing, I think it's just, honestly, it really just comes down to what people really care about. Right. I got the vaccine because I'm in the industry. I didn't even get it for the kids because I I had already had it in my mind that I was leaving. But I'm in the entertainment industry. Right. The entertainment industry at these album releases, they don't do temperature checks. They don't they don't they don't do tracing or mm-hmm. all that other shit. So me being logical, I'm not gonna go into a place that's not taking the right measures and I'm going in there unvaccinated. Right. I have to get vaccinated. That's right. If I don't do it, I'm playing a game of life or death going to these events. Russian roulette. And I gotta go see my parents who are elderly. Right. You could. No, let's get to it right now. Let's do it. All right, all right, we can do that. We can do that. Put the same. Put the same plug out. It ties into that. Put the same plug out. So I'm very happy for that. Put the same plug out. Because I'm asking questions about that. You got you. So real quick, just to round up what I was saying. Um, like the whole mandate shit, y'all. It's really up to y'all. If y'all wanna get it, get it. We can fucking fight this virus and get it the fuck out of here. If not. We're going to be staying in this fucking life for a long fucking time. And I know a lot of people don't want to do that. Right. We don't want to be sitting inside all the time. We right. We're not built like that. We have to go outside. So, we have to breathe. You know what I mean? So you got people saying, oh, why I got to wear my mask? Why I got to do this? Why I got to do that? All right. If you don't want to do that, cool. 
You're going to be staying inside for the rest of your life then. That's it. You're not going to fight the fucking government to fucking go inside that store. It's not going to happen. So that's just me. Whatever. That's nice. Your platform. Yes, my platform. So um, I ended up leaving DOE and um, I quit DOE because, you know, I just felt like I was wasting my creative talents there. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? I did. I felt like I I truly felt like I did everything I can with Commentary. You know what I mean? Um, they always tell you, yo, there's always more to go. <laughs> like, you, like, you can go to administration, you can go to yeah. work down at 65 Court Street. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, I truly felt like I did everything I could there, and I was like, you know what? It's time for me to close this book, put that book in the shelf, let me open another one. So, me jumping into freelance full time is me opening this new book. Um, one of the many projects that I've been working on. I work on so many projects, Remo. Like, no, it's I ridiculous, know. man. I know, and my problem is just sitting down yeah. and just executing yeah, right. whatever. Right. So, right. one of the right. projects that uh, I came up with on this like uh, this time off that I have, I teamed up with my boy Arden Franklin. Shout out to him and his company, the Foresight Company. Oh, I'm Let's actually link y'all too. I'm gonna link y'all too. Let's make it happen. I'm gonna link y'all. But, um, but yeah, so uh, let's make it happen. Let's do it. But um, yeah, so. I linked up with his company, and um, basically, I created a platform where I'm interviewing the people who are behind the scenes, right? My show is called Behind the Machine, right? So, basically, in hip-hop, anything in general, hip-hop, life, entertainment, whatever, we always see the machine, right? You know what I'm saying? We always see the iPhone. We see the machine. But we don't see what's inside who, of it, or who's doing it, or who created or it, program, or the whatever. We don't know that. I mean, you see the apps. You don't see the actual exactly. who built the program. You, feel me? you don't know Rick who fucking created this case. I want to talk to Rick. Why did he make this case? Why is this case black? Whatever the fuck it is. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So my platform basically is I'm talking to the people who are behind the machine, which are the directors, the publicists, the videographers, the producers. Mm-hmm. The writers, whatever the fuck it is you do that you create, I want to talk to you. So, for example, Remo, you got the Cuts Podcast. Your machine is the Cuts Podcast. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to. I want to talk to our guy Kai, who's letting us use this wonderful space. Shout out to Young Atlas. Shout out to him. Feel me? Shout out to Kai. You know what I mean? Feel me? So yeah, that's my whole platform, bro. Like I want to sit back and talk to these people because we don't. We don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Like, that's something I really understood that I didn't understand when I first came into this. Like, I've been writing, I've been in the entertainment industry, shit, 2000, I want to see, 13, 2012, 2013. Yeah, I got it. You good, man? Yeah. All right, bad. Just edit that out or whatever. Camera match. But yeah, so, um, yeah, man, so I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm talking to these people, like, um, we're already on, we already filmed season one, it's a four episode or five episodes. Okay. Uh, we already aired the first two episodes. My first episode, I spoke to my guy, uh, Pedro Gennaro, he's an A&R at Def Jam, shout out my guy, Dro. Um, uh, second episode, I had my homegirl, Shanae, Chanel, right? I'm sure you know her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the homie, yeah. Chanel, love you, girl, thank you for everything that you do for me. Chanel's fine. Yes. She's definitely fine. Yes, yes. So we got my guy Borleo Films, works at Hot 97. I'll show oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, we cross paths. We cross paths. That's my guy. You cross paths. Oh, 
front though, bro. He's been sending me music. He don't yeah. shit, man. Yeah, he got some. Yo, I know. Shit, I keep telling you, yo, bro. Stop bullshitting. Drop around. the music. Yeah, fast. Drop the music. Put it on YouTube. Gee. He lucky. I'll, I'll fucking play his shit now. But right. Um, you. Not that. I'm gonna put it on this episode. So. There you go. Single to mango. Single, single, while we have the mother's five.
<laughs> it just is what it is. You know what you know? Yeah, like, I want to be able to have, like, I want to get to the level that I can have my own shit now. I want to have my own, I guess, performing arts center or, like, right. a student center where kids can just go and do their homework at or learn how to do arts and crafts. Because mm-hmm. in the hood, we don't... This is one thing that, like, I really, like, I hate about fucking DOE. I'm going to be so transparent with y'all. People really think that, yes, we need math, we need reading, we need writing, but black kids, we don't know nothing about our art side. Right. Which sucks. We only know about it from what we see on TV or if you have a fucking relative that used to do this shit. Or YouTube. Or YouTube. And I'm not even going to count YouTube because we come from a time before YouTube, my nigga. Right. That's right. Bro, I learned my I learned my passion from writing because I used to go down the block right here and pick up a whole bunch of double XL magazines, bro. No, no, no teacher taught me that. Bro, I used to draw, my nigga. I used to I used to be a bad motherfucking drawer too. So. I am I am the alumni product of art design. So y'all know y'all know y'all know where, where it comes oh, from, man. So and from that, I didn't learn how to draw from somebody. I learned how to draw because I used to sit down and watch Dragon Ball Z every fucking day. And then I found out my uncle used to draw. So from there, it just built up. But if I had a school or a place that I could have went to, like if fucking um. Damn, there's this art center that I saw the other day. I forgot what street it was on. But it was like a a, a, a building that artists would walk in and they have the easel in front of them. The teacher is teaching them the shit. If I had that when I was younger, bro, imagine what I, what I could have did with that, bro. You're not going to find it in the hood, though. You're going to find that shit somewhere else. Yeah, in the suburbs and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, you feel me? So, you feel me? Yeah, so, yeah, I know, I know. So that, so like, you know, that makes me want to like, when I get to the level that I know I'm going to get to, that I plan to get at, I'm going to have a lot of my own shit, bro. Like, I'm going to have my own student center for these kids because mm-hmm. I still have that connection to school and the DOE. I just don't agree with how they do it. Yeah, right. Right. You know no, that's right. I'm going to have... That's fine. I'm going to have my own magazine, my nigga. I'm going to be an editor-in-chief of my own shit. You don't know you will be the shit. You this will. is all foreshadowing. I'm manifesting yeah, this, yeah, y'all. Like, y'all don't know what that means. Of course. Like, I want to have my own magazine because there's shit in the journalism world that's like... I look at it and I'm like, nah, that shit ain't right, man. Shit, we got to say... Oh, I, I wanted to touch on that, but I didn't, I didn't know. I, I wanted to, but I didn't want it to be so... Vanilla, in a sense. I'm not saying what you do is vanilla. Nah, you get what I'm saying? You don't like, have to be filtered. You want to be all out. Yeah, you I know what I'm saying? And like the energy I was going with, you know what I'm saying? I, but I'll say, I could save that for another episode. That's but real quick, we do a part two of Cuts, po- uh, Cuts Podcast. We, we got to do it. We get it. But listen, real talk, son. All the nice and nice stuff. I'm glad you're here and all that. Stop for that game either or, son. Let's go. Either or, son. So basically, either uh-huh. or, son. You can't be political. Okay. It has to be one choice. Gotcha. But you, you gotta explain the choice. Okay. In different scenarios, and I'm gonna put you in there. Let's do it. Right, ready? Question first: Is it a specific topic, or just in general? It's just, you know, it's, in general. In general, but gotcha. but the situation is gonna determine your thinking pattern. Okay. <laughs> so first, don't get me in trouble. Either. No, you're not. <laughs> Go. Thank you. As you are the superstar hip hop journalist, mm-hmm. I don't want to say no superstar journalist. I don't like to say hip hop. I, I don't appreciate think, that, man. I, I don't. I don't I think. Appreciate yeah, that. I don't think you just only do hip hop. Be what you don't. But you have cut, cut, covered other things. But I don't like saying. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it just.
it's like makes you vanilla, and then it's like, okay, mm-hmm. he, he can't go outside that box. So I don't want to put you in any box. I appreciate okay, that, so all-star journals, mm-hmm. right? Okay, bet. You worked for many people. Mm-hmm. Billboard, GQ, GQ, GQ right. all of them. Yeah. So we're tying you up to a chick. Mm-hmm. There's 10 steaming, angry fucking rhinos running at you. Okay. The only escape is the pick of two companies. Wow. <laughs> okay. Billboard uh-huh. or Hip Hop DX. Who you picking to escape from these fucking rhinos coming, coming at you? Damn. Um, Listen, you're going to have to hurt feelings too. Facts. Damn, that's tough. Sorry, sorry. Not very family too. Nah, that's tough. <laughs> um, so I'm a. So here's the. So here's how. No, don't know. Don't be political. Alright. No. This <laughs> is straight up. It's one. Oh no. And listen. And listen. Billboard and Hip Hop DX. This is only a situational thing. Do not get personal off at this man. <laughs> I would be pissed the fuck off. Yeah. Nah. All right. If I had to pick, honestly, um. I'm going to keep it real. Nah, I'm going to keep it 100% real. I would have to go with Billboard. Okay. Because Billboard is the bigger company. You know what okay. I mean? Um, and I, I only say that because Billboard has been here for years. Eons. Since, like, I, like, I remember doing a story on, on them, and I think they've been around since, like, the 1800s. <laughs> so, that's history. You know what I'm saying? Now... The only reason why, and I'm, this is not me saying I don't like writing for Hip Hop DX because Hip Hop DX has given me amazing opportunities, mm-hmm. but there's no secret that artists, and I'm only talking because this, this is what it is, artists and publicists go for the bigger publications. Oh yeah, you feel me? So if I want to get an artist, and it happens to me all the fucking time. I'm not tied specifically to no outlet. I am a freelance writer. Right, right. You feel me? But that's who's last. So, it's smart. I see what you did there. Ah, okay. So, like, I would get emails and, no, I would hit somebody. So, I'd be like, yo, Artist A. I'll hit up Artist A's publicist. I'd be like, yo, um, can I talk to Artist A, blah, 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 right? They'd be like, yeah, Mark, let's do it. Cool. I'd be like, I bet. I want to do it for Hip Hop DX. Yeah, they'd be like, hmm, can we do it for Billboard instead? Damn. You feel me? My craves, do you hear what I'm... <laughs> That's just what I'm... Look what I'm fucking bring you! <laughs> That's just the wow. game. That's just the game. That's the game. That's just the game. That's the game. game. And, you know, that's partially why I'm at Hip Hop DX now because I want DX to be on. Oh, yeah, that's on that day, of course. You know what I'm saying? Like, DX has been around since the early 2000s. Right. Era shit. Right. Motherfuckers know about DX. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get what I'm saying? But, like, for some weird fucking reason, because I tried to get bigger artists to write at DX. Because COVID happened, Billboard cut their whole staff. I was a part of that. Oh. Yeah, they cut their freelancers because of budget. Because you know, COVID fucked shit up. Yeah, me being competitive, I'm like, damn, y'all cut me. I felt like I was one of y'all best writers. So I took that as like, I bet. bet. Next time I'm going to now, I'm gonna gonna let them do the script. That's it. Now, now I'm gonna give them Grammy, Grammy, Oscar award winning. Fucking writing talent. <laughs> there you are. You know? Shake the fucking man. Yeah, so, That's all that happened. Yeah, so you know what I mean? But there was certain shit that I was able to get and mm-hmm. I couldn't get because, you know, 
publicists and artists like the bigger publications. That's all it is. That's really all it is. If DX was in the same stature as Billboard, I'd honestly have a hard time. I would have a hard time. Because you also got to understand, too, man, like, DX, like, they they let me, that's, I really grew my writing there. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, they, they, they let me rock. Mm-hmm. As opposed to Billboard, they're not going to just let anybody rock. They want the elite writers. They want the best. They want the creme de la creme. That's what they want. You feel me? <laughs> so you have very little room to fuck up with a place like that. Yeah, by far. Or as opposed like DX, you can't fuck up with DX. You can't fuck up with DX. But it's a place where I guess you can find your groove. Yeah, to, to, to be elite. To be elite. That's fair. That's kind of like me. That's like equivalent with me, right? Mm-hmm. Like Manhattan Neighborhood Network. Mm-hmm. Shout out to them. I will never ever forget them. Mm-hmm. Or y'all don't even know who Remo Morak is. Now, don't get it twisted. Am I a talent? Yeah, I'm great. I'm a talent. As far as in front of the camera, to talk to you, everything all day. Mm-hmm. I didn't become this great producer or what people feel as I'm a great producer mm-hmm. if not taking the lessons at Manhattan Neighborhood Network. Yeah. If I didn't take those lessons, oh no, we wouldn't be talking it. I mean, yeah, I probably do cuts, but somebody else would be behind you mm-hmm. and know how to put the angle and the lighting mm-hmm. and how to, you know, and everything like that magnitude. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I definitely get where you're coming from. All right, second scenario. As you said, you know, it, it was a hard time for you to get profile people to write or whatever. So let's say everything's a go. Which one would you like to always write for the most? Option A. Doesn't matter, artist or figure. Option A, low engagement, but great personality. Okay. Option B, stupid engagement, like two million plus, mm-hmm. but sucky attitude, douchebag, horrible person. Who are you gonna break your neck for to write? Artist A. Because okay, go ahead. Go into that. artist A, because I know for a fact if I do artist B, that story's gonna go. Because they have engagement that's out of this fucking work. Artist A, I do a story for him and my shit or her, or her and my shit blows up with that person is gonna mean more because I know we made something happen even though your engagement was fucking low. Mm-hmm. So this right here feels more organic than with artist B. Mm, okay. And that's happened with me before. I'm not gonna say no names, but yeah. I've had I've had big artists that would their personality was just off, the story still went out again because they were famous, whatever, whatever. I've had artists, hey, nobody fucking knew, mm-hmm. but they're just their personality was just rich and was just great and like they gave me so much to really hammer out a fucking story. And like, mm. you know what I mean? Like those type, and I fucking live for those stories, man. Like, and I tell publicists this all the time. Please make sure your artist is trained to talk to people. Right. A lot of these dudes, yeah. not even dudes, just people in general, yeah. don't know how to talk to people. Yeah. And we got to sit here and we got to drag it the fuck out of here. Like, we like to say in, 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 in a content land uh-huh. over here, and media personality land is putting a book. We got a book bag in there. That's basically what the fuck it is. Bullshit. Which is, which is one of the worst fucking things in the world. Hate that shit. Dude, so. you, you, bro, <laughs> bro. This actual content that's out that you see it, or not even on my face. 
you feel the aura. You know, like how like the Last Dragon, mm-hmm. I, it's not even orange aura. It's like dark evil. Like yo, if you don't get your shit the fuck up out of here and and give me something, and I'm not book bagging this shit. And I gotta be tired and drink a monster drink now. The hell up out of here. I got, but I feel you. I got a few stories out out there, and like if y'all can figure it out, I'll probably give you like five dollars. <laughs> <laughs> There's stories out there where I like deliberately was like, I, I'm not feeling this shit. So I'm just whatever. But then there's other stories that I'm like I'm passionate about that motherfucker. So I'll tell you right right now. Um, the story I did with Westside Gun, the first time I spoke to mm-hmm. him when when he dropped Pray for Paris, right. fucking fire interview. Oh man, niggas hated me for that interview because he ended up saying like, "Oh, I'm the LeBron James of hip hop," and niggas got mad at him. I was like, he's not wrong. Like, people jump on his records, they sound better. Whatever. Right. Um, <laughs> right. That was one. Um, right. I did an interview with Jadakiss. Mm. Man, bro, man. I'm going to get that interview with Jadakiss. So, interviewing Jadakiss, right? He doesn't, I'm not going to say he doesn't like talking to media. You just have to, he's just, he's Jadakiss. He doesn't want bullshit to waste his time. Right. And a lot of the time, like, these interviewers, these these writers don't come with correct questions or... The, the fucks. They don't, they don't do their homework. Same thing over here. They don't same, do same, yeah. same, same thing over here. Yeah, they don't do their homework. Oh, right? yo, kids, would you want to take Skittles yeah. and, and go fly in a mountain, a mountain ship? Like, what are you... Why, why, no, why are you asking him this? I remember there was one person that asked me. I forgot what the artist was, but the publicist hit me up. And they clearly didn't know who I was or whatever. They was like, yo, Mark, um, can we see your questions? I was like, nah, I, I don't show nobody. No, oh, hell no. Because you know why? Because then that, that, it, it, it becomes a robotic interview. Exactly. I'm the same way. Yeah. No, I'm not giving you that. No, I'm letting the rumor spread. And you're going to come and you're going to feel the pain. That's why on my Instagram, it clearly says in quotes, mm-hmm. okay, humanize them. Before they're human. Yes. I, yo, I'm bringing the fucking pain. Mm-hmm. We're going to have this dance. You're going to come here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit here. Mm-hmm. You're going to have this fucking dance. Yep. So there's been artists. I have put you, your asses on the spot. Mm-hmm. I've asked you to fucking spit your bars. I've walked off the camera and had you stay there and spit your fucking bar. Why? Because, listen, you get with the Ruger Sprayer, it's going down just like that. Period. I don't fucking care. That's it. But, but I think, yeah. So you know, like, um, yeah, I've had situations where it's like, yo, these these dudes is just like not. I, I don't want to do this story. You know what I mean? So you know, um, where were we at this question? Um, fuck. What did I say again? Oh, so doing, yeah, doing. Yeah, Jadakiss. Yes, Jadakiss. Boom. So yeah. I was doing the interview, right? Jada Kiss, people were already telling me that, yo, Kiss don't do interviews. He hate talking to people, da 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 right? Jada Kiss came to the interview. He was already, I guess he had a bad day or whatever, but he was just not fucking with nothing. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I know about Jada Kiss. So I'm going to try to get him to open up and, like, talk, like, whatever. So conversation, having a conversation, having a conversation, right? This nigga, Jada, and I don't know if he remembers this, but he probably do, Jada... Next time, next time I see you, I'm going to have this conversation with you again. But he legit, like, his publicist was going to stop my interview. and was like, all right, Mark, like, you got enough already. Jada was like, no, 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 chill. He knows what he's doing. Let him keep talking. Because I like this interview right now. Nigga, did you hear Jada just say that to me, son? That's all we're going to do this. So. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because I'm not even... Everybody got on his feet. See, that's what I'm doing. Look, fuck that. 
Look, look, segue. Fuck that. See, I knew I had to bring out some killer feats because I knew he was going to wear killer feats. I knew he was going to wear killer feats. Sly bastard you. I knew he was going to wear killer feats. Everybody who got in his bag too, I knew he was going to wear killer feats. I knew he was going to wear killer feats. For the people that want to know, I'm wearing Air Jordan 11, 72 and 10. Yo, I knew he was going to wear killer feats though. That's why I made sure I had my KDs on. I knew he was going to wear killer feats though. That's all my KDs. Listen, man. That's all my KDs. I got way more heat than this, bro. No, you don't. I know you do. I know you do. I know you do. But I knew See, as I say, as I pulled back the chair, look, I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. Because originally, because it was raining outside, yeah. I was going to wear my fucking rain shits, right? I was like, all right. Nah, but then I was like, nah, 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 nah. That's funny you say I, I was like, nah, 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 this is fucking Mark. That's I was funny. like, no, 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 no. I'm going to make sure, even though the KDs I have are not in comparison to heat, it's heat, but it's not heat to what he got on his feet. No, but I fucking knew you know heat. That's funny. That's yeah, funny. Stick, with, right, stick with that. Real no quick though, because I had another pair on that I was gonna wear, but I'm not gonna say what I was gonna wear. But it was raining, so I changed into these shits. Original, but you know what originally was gonna no. We're sick with that. Originally though, uh, I was gonna wear my Kim Jones Air Max. Uh, see, you should have did that. Bro. No, I know, no, no, it was fucking raining. No, 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 sir, no, no, not no, sir. You know me, I'm sensitive about him. No, sir. <laughs> nah, I'm not doing that. But I was like, I, right. I look. I was like, motherfucker, I knew you were gonna kill the feet. I got heat, man. I know you do. I, I knew you were gonna kill the feet. I got heat, bro. I know you do. No, I know, I know you. I know you. I know you. I know you. That's fact. But I knew you were gonna kill the feet, my kid. No, okay, go back. Oh, yeah, so, um, yeah, man, Jada, Jada, like, hear, hearing him say that, bro, I was just like, damn, like, you elite. Yo, sir. <laughs> you feel me? And like I've known like <laughs> worthy, son. Like and I've and I've known stories. I've heard stories of like people who've had terrible interviews with him. And this is my first interview with the dude. And you knocked it out the park. You hit the home run. You feel me, bro? So there's a reason why I'm in this fucking game. No, the reason why you are you are I, I I'm I'm gonna put it out there. You are probably arguing right now. <laughs> top ten. <laughs> Oh shit! Really? Top ten? I'll say top ten. There are there are some there are other ones, but I'm talking about for right now. If we're saying right now, I appreciate right now. Yeah. All time is going is maybe is maybe it maybe maybe going to take some years. Mm -hmm. But if we're saying right now, top ten writers in the game right now. That that's a fact. That's a fact. That, man, I appreciate that, bro. All right, no, 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 enough of the nice stuff. You're trying to get away from evil. Last scenario. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get you fucking bastard. You see this, son? You see what they do here on, my, on, the, on the podcast? I'm going to talk. I'll be all nice. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. See, you're trying to be all nice and nice and think you're going to get away from evil. Nice job. <laughs> all right, third, third, third final scenario. Give me a tough one, man. Tough one? Yeah. No, you got to think on a couple. Okay. The, the billboard and, and DXR, I had you. I had you. Alright. Eight years in the game. Eight years, uh huh. Year two? Shit. Or year seven? Damn. Which one are you taking for the win? Um, see, look, he said, yeah, see, I knew it. I knew it. The Ruger Sprayer knows. I, listen, <laughs> your neighborhood Ruger Sprayer knows what to get people, and we, we're going to humanize them. I, I know this. Okay. That's tough. Year two, year seven. I know. Odd years, right? Your, yeah. Your unique years, I think. Because if we count, if we're being 100% right I'm now. not going to say now, because you know that's, that's the easy way out. No. No. This year years, two yeah. or year seven? Year seven, I'm going to say, was 29. I'm not even going to count 2020, 2020, but year seven for me... 
I went to All Star Week in Chicago. Yams Day. I went to Yams Day. I went to I went to Grammy Weekend mm-hmm. for the first time. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? My my year seven was some shit, my nigga. But my year seven, year two, year two was different because nice. year nice. two. Alright, this this gonna be a very no. wrong answer. No, okay, alright. All right. <laughs> so, alright, as long as it's one, it's not political. As long as it's one, I got you. I got you. Oh, <laughs> oh damn, that's tough. Yeah, that's really tough. Yeah, because that was two different marks. You feel me? Year two mark was like I'm hungry, my nigga. This was 2013, 2014, right? Um, my editor Carl Lamar, he had uh, he had a website. Called Bryce24.com. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. You heard about that? Uh, this is crazy. Nothing. Listen. Yo, Bryce24 was out here, man. Yeah, Even if we ain't know it, that shit was no. out here. But, dude. Nah, hey, 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 listen. So, you, you was talking about this Rise24, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Trust the Roots Spray be knowing, dog. <laughs> Rise24 is out here. That's crazy. Yeah, the Roots Spray be knowing. I was searching. I'm searching. That's wild. Oh, yeah. So, uh, you really like threw me a wrench right there. Hey, no, nah, listen, son. I'm not listen. Listen, I listen. Let's let's, let's go here. Let's go here on this. All right, we're, we're another segue. Yes, have I been here for 15 years? Yes. Some of those years, transition. But as far as when it came to coming to this media space, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I, I to you, I only have a year. Mm-hmm. I've I've been here since 2012. Trust. I knew what I had. Listen, there's, there's, there's been studying. There's been times I like even on 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 the on the off days mm-hmm. or whatever. I'd be yeah, you searching who's who's dope. Who's I, I just put who's hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah, dope? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And shit would pop up yeah. and rise, rise did pop up. That's fire. I'm, and, I, and, and I was like, okay. That's and fire. I would read. I'm like, oh, I never thought of it in that, in that aspect. That's fine. Like, like I, I felt with y'all. Y'all was like on some vigilante hip hop shit. Like, right. like y'all was just like, all right, you know what? All right, we're sick and tired of the fucking cupcake yeah, yeah, and cookie yeah, cutting yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. let's really talk to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I felt with that. That's fine. Man, that's what I felt with that. That's fine. So, shout outs to, to the Raj. Let's go. The Rook Spray has been watching. <laughs> let's go. It's facts. Oh, uh, yeah, so, damn, that's why. But yeah, so we had we have Rise 24. Um, Bunch of young dudes trying to get something popping, you know what I mean? From what y'all saw was completely different from what we thought. Like, we thought... I, we, no, I, felt, I felt the vigilante. That's, what's that's, what's that's what I felt over there. That's what's and up. I was just like, damn, son. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, was like, it was like, it was like, y'all just took your shit, yeah. went like this, like, your draft was... Yeah, yeah. Then they, we got to the, the, the computer was like, nah. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Yeah. That album was trash. Source, you are dumb. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You niggas is crazy. No, you fuckers got to be drug tested. You know what I'm saying? We did our thing with that. Yeah, yeah it did. did. But, look, look, but, look what, but look what evolved. evolved you know what yeah, and that's why it's a hard And I'm glad, you got, that's why I'm glad you guys still, yeah, you know, man. kept together and do what you do. Yeah. But enough of that nice, nice shit. Back to either one. Yeah, either so, one, son. Right, right, right. Last, so, last, last thing. Got you. Year two. So year Year two, I'm on the come up. We had Rise 24. Then I switched to another spot because we was like, you know what? We can't handle it. Let's shut it down. I went, I, then I went like on like, there's underground, but then there's underground, underground. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. ain't getting paid nothing. Yeah. No one's looking at your site. Yeah. You yeah. nothing, my nigga. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing. 
Yeah. So boom, I was writing for uh, who was I writing for? I was writing for my boy. Shout out to I don't know what the fucking name this motherfucker, but I'm gonna call him G. All right, I know him as G. His name right now is Jazz Gordon. It's my guy out of Miami. Okay. Um, he had a website called The Circle, thecirclellc.com. Um, he 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 ran it with our other friend, our late friend Kev Shaw. That's the piece. God bless you, soul, my brother. We miss you. Um, he had a, he had that website with him, and they asked him, "Yo, you want to write for us or whatever?" I'm like, "Yeah, fuck it." I'm not getting no looks on the site. Like it's a motherfucker that didn't know what they, what, they, what they were doing. So I was doing that for a few years. Then he branched out. Then I did another website called Swindle Season. Shout out my guy Fritz. Shout out to you, bro. Um, and then I was just doing my shit on the underground. So that mark was a very hungry, like mm-hmm. I'm not doing, bro. I wasn't getting paid. Like, hungry versus pretty much starting your stand. I'm I'm starting. I, so basically, look at it as Mark trying to make the AAU team mm-hmm. to Mark trying to get that all-star spot in the NBA. So right here, Good I'm fucking hungry. I got no money. I ain't getting paid for versus, shit. Versus I'm getting some coin in my pocket. Nigga. Niggas know me. Right. I'm getting in That's my fucking yeah. body. You feel me? So, yeah, what's up? What's up? That's all that nicey nice shit. What's up? I'm gonna have to go with What's up? I'm gonna have to go with year. I'm gonna have to go with year seven. Alright. Alright, that's what's up. And I'm gonna explain why. Okay. So a few years ago, right? And this is one thing that I'm always gonna regret. I don't have many regrets in my entertainment or in my life, period. But this is one thing that's always gonna fucking stay with me, right? Mm. So a few, a few months ago, a few years ago, I was having a conversation with Carl. Once again, hip-hop editor at Billboard, right-hand man. He's my cousin, my family. If y'all didn't know, he's my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so we was having a conversation and shit. And we always have these conversations where we was like, yo, like, you know, if we, if we, if we, were, if, if we were us now, back then, where would we have been? So I remember there was a time back in year two when we were still trying to figure out Rise 24, and I remember Carl telling me, he was like, yo, I'm about to go do my own thing and branch out, but I'm going to give you the keys to Rise 24. I'm going to give you all the contacts. I'm going to give you everything. This shit is for you, right? I was probably, what, 22 at the time, right? So I don't know what the fuck to do with the website. I'm like, nigga, I don't want this shit. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I, I don't know nothing about it, right? Now, fast forward to year seven and we having this conversation, I'm like, damn, yo, if I knew better and was smarter enough, I would have took the fucking keys and ran with that shit. Because at that same time, I'm thinking, I don't got nobody to help me. I don't got no resources. Meanwhile, one of my best friends, shout out my boy Jordan, he's a fucking marketing wizard. Like, he's a marketing, he works with Outfront right now. And I didn't even fucking know that. I didn't know he was a marketing motherfucker. And me and him would have conversations back then like, yo, we need our own shit. I had a whole bunch of friends that was photographers and other writers and designers that I wasn't thinking at at the time. Mm. Year seven, I'm looking at us now, I'm like, holy shit, bro. And now it sucks because everybody's doing their own thing now. Yeah, we can't come together. But here's the thing, though. I I want you to understand... One thing though, before you get to that, yeah, okay. the, just to say off of that, which is basically like, I 
I look back at year two with right. regret, and I'm like, fuck, I could have did way more. That's why I feel more comfortable being in year seven. But like, right, no, and, and what I'm gonna interject with, you have to understand when it comes to this game, not everybody all the time goes the same way. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're not. You're not gonna all become, become this one faction and then the whole faction go. It happens. I'm not saying it doesn't. But theoretically, it's not always going to be that. Because just as you said in the story, you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say if you guys, if you really thought about it and you did everybody together, somebody still has to be the alpha. While some, somebody's the beta, somebody's the in-between person, or whatever. But what's dope with this industry is as long as you stay within your core and you're not being distant from one another, as well as y'all have the understanding to know, hey, from our beginning, now we're here. See, that's why I see in y'all. Y'all understand that within one another. Mm-hmm. So it could be you and Carl. Mm-hmm. It could be your man, uh, your man Jordan. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, whoever else at certain places. But, oh, no, nah, I remember we was in the trenches here. Come here. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why you're at. Versus, yeah. So at the end of the day, I want my creators to understand what I was when I'm talking about is don't don't feel bad when okay certain things have to change and you have to cement your own lane. I'm not saying don't get um, help or support. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is at the end of bo, when you get to these offices, you get to these big rooms. Nine times out of ten. A lot of people who you bring may not be able to go to the room. That's just real talk. I'm, I'm listen. I'm just listen. I'm not saying no funny shit. Hmm. I'm not saying no cocky shit. Hmm. I'm not saying none of this. I'm telling you off of experience. I'm telling you off of parents of, of great people like this man right here. Women that I know that I, I've heard it all. End all be all. It gets to a point when it comes to this room. See, like let's say this is the big room. Big room. This is you. This little paper dot thing right here. Y'all see it? You see it, my friend? This is you. Only you could go into the cup. All these other niggas is going to go like this. Why? Because now the space in between <laughs> this cup and what's closed on top determines how far you're going to stay in. If not, guess what? See this? Dump your ass up. So if you don't get that analogy of what I just said, yeah. I don't know what else to tell. Yeah. But, de- de- right. but definitely, it's funny that you say yeah, that, right. man, because I've had that conversation with like my people too. Of like, you know what I mean? I'm in a stage right now, and I'm not. I'm not like people think like I'm lit right now and shit like that because they see the bylines and all that. They see who I be hanging out with. I'm gonna keep it 100 percent clear. I'm still the motherfucker that goes to sleep and wakes up just like y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. 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 You know what I mean? So you're human. You feel me? So like. You know, but at the same time, it's like people see what I do and where I'm at, and they see who I'm connected with and who I'm close with. Mm-hmm. Like, people see Carl. Carl is the hip hop editor at Billboard. He, people know him type shit. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, they see us together, they think, oh my God, these motherfuckers must be whatever, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, people come and try, people come and interact with us. And me and him have conversations all the time where we be like, you know, we'll be like, yo, do you think this person would be a good fit for this? And I'm and 
me and him have these conversations, we'll be like, damn, I, I don't think that person's ready for that. Mm. You know what I mean? And it's it, not... It's be not that be, but it be that yeah, way, though. It ain't no cutting ass or nothing. It's it just, be that yeah, way, it's though. It's like some people aren't ready for it that. It be that way, though. It's not even about the ready. It's just like I just did the analogy and I just did the experiment right here with y'all at the end of the day. It has to be one gets in, then everybody goes. Uh-huh. But I'm going to also counter rap. Okay, you can. No, you can. Because now, what do you do when you have a situation where you see that person go, but then you got a person that be like, I want to be there too. Now, facts. No. Facts. Now, for that, my advice, and that's for the people at home, right. anybody struggling with that, you got to do what you can to learn from that motherfucker. Buff all. And you need to make sure, all right, that's how he did it. I'm going to do it, but I'm going to do that shit fucking better. Right. No, but here's, but here's the thing on that, right? End all be all, there has, to, there, there has to be one. That one person that, yeah. There has to that be, be that one. Yeah. It, it goes in sports. Mm-hmm. It goes in business. It goes in your family. It goes in, mm-hmm. you know, your neighborhood you're in. There has to be one. Mm-hmm. Why? And especially the entertainment industry, as you know, because God forbid it becomes many, guess what happens? Guilty by association times 80. Okay? Mm-hmm. You are fucking one and done. If you come with all your niggas, right? All your peoples and all this shit, then you do this and come and look like that, right? It's not only just all they fall, main gun. You, mm-hmm. why are you fucking in? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So what happens now? Main gun, you make sure everybody, you make sure you go. Then, when it's need be time, then you bring everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm just keeping the buck, y'all. But even then, you still can't bring everybody in. Right. Bro. You gotta make sure niggas is ready, ready. for that shit. Right. <laughs> right. You used to say they ready. Right. You put them in the trenches, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. It's like, oh, nigga, I thought you was ready. ready. Not everybody can come along, man. And that's why I say you have to, like, I look at it this way, right? Like, you got to understand, I look at it as like the Jay-Z complex, right? Everybody was like, damn, Jay-Z left motherfuckers behind. Like, oh, Jay-Z didn't bring beans up. He didn't bring freeway up. He didn't. No, it's not that. Jay did. Jay was like, yo, here's what y'all, here, here, take it. Y'all run with it. But Whatever it was, niggas could have taken and run with it. And Jay was like, I don't have to be out of here. Thankfully, everybody's good now. You know what I mean? But that's but that's just a lesson of, like, I bet you have that one person that's going to do it. Bet. They doing it. Now, what are you going to do to get up to that level, too? Because you even look at fucking, look at Hove and his best friend, Emery Jones. Nigga, Emery Jones came out of prison. He started the paper planes hat, bro. And he got up there himself. He wasn't doing that sitting around. He was like, hi, I'm out of jail now. Let me get this right. I mean, I'm sure Hope had some money left over for him to start the company. But he took what the nigga gave him and he ran with the shit. That's how you got to be successful in this shit, bro. You can't sit around not doing nothing. You can't, you can't like, just wait for shit to happen. You got to fucking figure out, all right, this is what the fuck I want to do. This is what I'm going to do to get there. Mm-hmm. I know somebody that's there. Mm-hmm. Man, let me fucking see what I can. Bro, you know how many times people hit me up on my Instagram, and I'm not even trying to be cocky, but niggas is like, yo, bro, I need help. Oh, yo, I need, like, how can you help me? 
How can you do this? How can you do that? I'm going to make it very clear. I don't tell people no. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe everybody has a fucking talent. Everybody has an idea. What I tell people is, listen, we can have another conversation with this, but let's focus and flesh it out more so that we can figure out what we can do with this. You can't just go up to somebody and say, how can you help me? Right. I don't know how I can help you. How the fuck can I help you? (laughs) I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what it is you want to do. Exactly. But if you got an idea, and I'm like, oh shit, that looks dope. I might give you like two, three hints, like, all right, this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. But then I'm gonna be like, yo, come back to me. What you done with it? Nine times out of ten, they never come back to me with it because mm-hmm. they're not gonna do it. Like they, oh, they're they not ready. They were expecting me or whoever else to give, give the give the alley It don't work like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work like that. It does not work like that. Well, nonetheless, man, we're about to wrap it up. Before we do this, okay. though, I need the episode two because we we still got more to talk oh, about. No, we, 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 we got to. No, we bring you back by season three. Let's go. No, this is season three. Excuse me, season four. Let's do it. Season four. But nonetheless, man, what can you tell my creators of your top three motivational quotes or advice? Damn. Oh shit. All right. So I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you one quote. And then two motivational advices. Okay, that's cool. All right. So my first quote is going to be Ric Flair. No, not Ric Flair. I'm bugging Bret Hart. I don't know who said it, but I got it from wrestling. In order to be the man, you have to beat the man. Oh yeah, that's Ric Flair, baby. Ric Flair. That's Ric Flair, baby. Right. I'm a I'm a a wrestling dude. That's Ric Flair. (laughs) So in order to be the man, you have to beat the man. Now, what that means to me, and I've just my whole life. If you want to be the shit, you have to beat whatever is the shit right now. Mm-hmm. Everything is a competition. If you want to be successful, you have to be better than the person that is ahead of you. You want to be that, you have to beat what's ahead of you to become that. Mm-hmm. There's always something ahead of you that's keeping you from being what you need to be. That's it. Boom. All right? There you go. Um, now, that's quote number one. Quote, uh, the advice. Advice number two. Mm-hmm. Um, advice that I would give to people or fellow creators at home. Creators reaching out to you. Is not to give up and have a lot of patience. Mm. Because people think, oh, you're in the entertainment industry, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're automatically good. Right. That's not it. That's not it. That's no, not it at all. No, it's it's not. not it at all. This industry and this business is one of the most complicated and hardest mm-hmm. businesses, things to maneuver. Because mm-hmm. one day you could be on top, next day, the next day is you fucking done. Nobody's fucking with you, no out money of coming in. Out of here. You understand? And I know you probably went through it as well, but like I've had situations where my mental got tested. Where, oh, yeah, my fault. You know what I'm saying? Like I was really sitting at home, like, damn, I'm not getting no stories. Like, my, my editor just redlined my whole shit. And for those at home, redline means, like, where they edit your shit to the point that it's just nothing but red marks. Yeah. I've had that happen. Like, you feel me? Like, I've had situations where I wanted to cover something and I thought it was the best. Mm-hmm. And then the editor destroyed it. Damn. And, bro, I know, man, matter of fact, mm-hmm. short story, right? Mm-hmm. I got commissioned to go to OBO Fest. Oh, I remember the story you told me. Bro, I, I thought I was so shit. I did the story. 
my editor got it. She went through it, destroyed it. Damn. Right? She hit me back up and she was like, yo, um, that shit wasn't good. And I'm thinking, I love Drake. Drake is my number one artist. And don't get it twisted. I'm not one of these new fucking newbies. That's like, oh, Drake is on top of the world. My hip-hop shit goes from the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s. I fuck with Rakim. I fuck with Jay-Z. I fuck with Ghostface Killer, Method Man, Biggie, all, Mob Deep, all of them. So don't hear me, oh, you love Drake, whatever, whatever. Nah, mm-hmm. all right? So boom, I'm a Drake fan. I go to his event to cover. I'm like, damn. I thought I was going to do good, and then my editor just crushed my whole shit. Like, she basically made it seem like, yo, this may not be the outlet for you. Bro, I got back on that bus to New York in my fucking feelings, bro. Yeah. That was a long bus ride home, son. Yeah, son. I remember you had that. You know, you told me the story, and I got my job, but still, still hearing it again. It was bad. Yeah, bro. Like, she did, like, that that moment really told me, like, yo, you you know you want this, right? But you need to work on your patience, and you need to work on, like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just sticking through it and not giving up. Mm. Because I've been through way worse shit in my life, bro. I've been here for 30 fucking years. I've been on this planet for 30 years. Congrats. I've seen friends. I, I miss I miss 30, but congrats. <laughs> <laughs> 30, 30, like, 30, 30 was a good year. You know what I mean? I've seen even a 40 was way better. I've lost <laughs> I got 10 years, bro. Let me rock. Nah. <laughs> um like I've I've lost friends, I've lost family members, like I've had a lot of shit happen to me, my nigga. Mm. So just because a Drake story got canned and I had an editor tell me I wasn't that good, it's gonna stop me from doing what I need to do. So that moment right there told me, like, yo, you can't fucking give up. You, you can't quit. You can't. But you need to have patience. Mm. Shit is going to happen for you. If you do what you need to do, mm-hmm. it's going to come. Yeah, by far. Bro, I tell you right now, man, it fucking, I remember I was writing that billboard. My editor was called. I was like, yo, you got to get another outlet, bro. You can't just write here. You have to get go somewhere else. Like, keep going, keep going, keep going. I told myself. I'm gonna get another outlet. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I did what I did. Bro, within months, oh, bloop, bye. Yeah, we want you to write for us. Bloop, hip hop DX. Yeah, come write for us. If I didn't have patience, and or if I gave up, where mm-hmm. the fuck would I be right now? I probably would still be at fucking BOE, mad as shit every morning. <laughs> you feel me? So, but, yeah. Yeah, you feel me? So. Um, yeah, that's a motivational saying is never give up and be patient. And I think the third one, mm-hmm. mm, damn, let's see. Oh, closed mouths don't get fed. Oh, yeah. Oof. Closed mouths do not get they fed. Don't, they don't, Especially son. in this industry. No, they don't, son. That's advice and a quote. That's damn, that no, they do not. Because I'm going to tell you something, right? Oof. You, I'm gonna be at the red carpet tomorrow for the 40, 40 reopen, right? You hear this? Come on, son. I'm crazy. You hear me? <laughs> crazy. Oh my god, my hands over my. If y'all didn't hear me, I'm gonna be doing coverage on the red carpet tomorrow at the 4040 reopening, right? Oh my god. If y'all don't know, the red carpet is one of the most vicious, like, disgusting. Media, media things that you could ever encounter. Yes, yes, yes. Because the way that it works, you got a whole line of outlets, 
You got photo, yep. and then and then TV and media. Exactly. You have one long carpet, a long red carpet. The artist has to walk down the carpet, right? They don't have to stop for anybody. How do you get them to stop? Oh, um, the baby. Do you think it was a good idea to say whatever the fuck you want it is? Or, or, from my experience, my experience working with a gamer, um, you gotta get you gotta get real in tune with the publicist, mm-hmm. and you gotta be of an outlet that 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 shines out. So that's why I had asked Mark in either or about is it Billboard or is it Hip Hop DX because it, it, it gets that dicey. But that yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So like you know what I mean? Close mouths don't get fed. Like if you think I'm gonna be on that red carpet tomorrow, just standing there with my microphone, out of your fucking mind. I'm gonna be. If whoever's next to me, whoever it is, like I got my, I got the fucking room. I got my boy Mike coming with me tomorrow. My boy Michael Sapinero, shout out to you, my bro. You my brother, you know that. Um, we gonna be on that carpet tomorrow. We gonna fuck shit up, bro. Got him. Like we're gonna be known, like yo, da da da. So let's ask these questions, like da 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 da, whatever, whatever. Closed mouths don't get fed. When you're when you're about to negotiate a price with somebody, don't be fucking scared to say the number you uh, want. Uh, prices went up with the roof spray. I know that. <laughs> Granted, there are some situations where you know what I mean. Some people put a outlandish price, and that's happened before, and it happened with me before. But that's why you need to understand the game and the business, and the business, and you have to understand what it is that you bring to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like, I do bios, I do press releases. I can charge anywhere between $800 to $1,000 for a press release or right. whatever. Right. But at the same time, I know the game. I know not everybody has that amount of money to push out there. So I'd be like, yo, we could do three, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I know if I lower it to three, that publicist is going to work with me more because they see, oh, damn, we negotiated. All right, mm-hmm. better. There's other right that won't negotiate shit. Yeah, there you go. But now that goes back to closed mouths don't get fed. You open your mouth and you speak. You talk. Don't fucking sit there and be fucking quiet. Why you stay? Why are you here? State why you're here. Mm -hmm. I'm Mark Ellsworth. I'm a freelance writer. I would like to interview your artist. Why do you want to interview your art, my artist? Because I think your artist is dope right now. They got a future. Blase, whatever, whatever the fuck it is you want to say. And that's it. But nothing's gonna happen if you don't say nothing, man. Yeah. That's it. Facts. All right, mom. That's it, man. <laughs> we also know about who you are. If y'all don't, where should we follow you at? Man? Listen, man. If y'all don't, y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Black Dynamite ninety one. Um, yes, I named my name after the great, great iconic movie. I love that movie. Oh yeah, but <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Black Dynamite ninety one. Um, I'm on PlayStation Network. If y'all play video games, Black Dynamite four two five. Good. Um, yeah, and just Google me, Mark Ellerberg. Google, I'm there. It feels so good to say that. You can probably tell somebody Google me. Just Google me, man. Just Google me, my dude. But I'm here, man. Episode, episode, whatever episode we on on Cuts Podcast, Remo. I appreciate you. Sure, no, sir. You know what I mean? Having me here. Yes, yes, I'm yes. definitely gonna have you on behind the machine. Yeah, we gonna we gonna talk, but we gonna do a part two cut. Yeah, 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 definitely. We 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 just scratched yeah, the surface. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Well, my friends, you already know what the information is. Instagram, Twitter at Remo Marac. 
Cuts Podcast is c.u.t.s, double underscore, on Instagram. The website, cutspodcast.com. You know, if you want to hit me up with comments, anything, hit, hit the email up, cutspodcast1 at gmail.com. And also my website, my personal website, remomarat.com. This is another edition of Cuts. You know what the Cuts stand for? Culture, Urban, Technology, and Sports. Nonetheless, man, you know the hashtag, PTC. That's pound that chest. Ah! Come on! Yeah, man! Ah! We out of here. <laughs> Peace.